Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Wednesdays with Wheels. It's your favorite friend on Wednesdays, David Wheels Maxwell. Before we jump into the podcast, I need to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by Make Your Mark Renovations. Uh, Mark Schneider, the owner of the company, has been in the business for over 10 years, and he does everything from kitchen cabinets to uh, bathroom remodels, all kinds of stuff. Check out his Facebook page at uh, Make Your Mark Renovations on Facebook and give them a call over at 585-613-6598. That's Make Your Mark Renovations. He'll take care of you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with my good friends, the dogs. Guys, how are you? What's going on? How are you? How are you? Good. What's So, listen, we've had, we've had John before, but before, Steve, I'm going to go to you. Because I want you to introduce the members of the group that you have with us. Excellent. I, I can do that. So over here to my left, this is the baby of the band, the newest guy of the bunch. This is Matt Roche on keyboards and vocals. How you doing? To my How right, directly to my right, which looks like your left. This side over here is the uh, the maestro, Sweet Lou Germano, who, who just destroys it on guitar and has been with, we've been together on this journey since 2014. Um, and then all the way to the far this way is Corinne Feinstein, who is the uh, second most recent uh, member to join the band. Uh, you may remember um, Al Germano uh, left us after, I think, about four years with the band. Yeah. And moved on to do some other things. And so uh, he had big shoes to fill, and we had to fill them with uh, with four feet instead of two. So well, these are our go. two folks. I, I was at Al's last show, I believe. That's right. Uh, it was at Fatso's, if I'm not mistaken, right? Correct. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, first of all, for oh, those, for those of, uh, that might be listening to this podcast or watching right now, because you can find it on the iHeartRadio app, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find a podcast. So make sure when you do that, you hit the like and the subscribe button, because that helps me out. But last time you were, if last time you were on the podcast, for anybody who maybe didn't see that podcast, tell us tell us about the dogs and what your mission is and how it all got started. Okay, so and, and Lou reminded me, and he's he's good at this kind of stuff. We're four here, but we're really five, and our drummer Dwayne Double D Draper couldn't make it tonight. He's out of town for business, so um, I'd be remiss if I, if I had completely forgot that. Right. So, so well, we don't want to forget the drummer. He keeps the beat. So the, our mission really is to, to use uh, our music to um, help the community, right? So to help those in need. And we do that by uh, playing compensation free um, and partnering with local community partners on events. And we do about one a month um, and all proceeds for those rock and roll shows go to uh, the community partner that we're with that night. And, and let, so let me jump to the newest members of the group. Let me, let me get them involved here and, Ask them, what, what was it, first of all, how did you guys find out about the dogs? And what was it about uh, their mission and what they're doing that made you want to join and, and donate your time to such great causes as you do? You want to go first? You go first. Oh, okay, I'll go first. Um, I actually met Steve uh, through some other mutual friends of ours, and we had... Uh, played another show what, last last summer. Was it last summer? Yep. So that's how Steve and I met, and we just you know had lots of practices with 
you know, my other friend's band and stuff. And I knew that they were looking for a singer. And I was like, hey, you know, if you guys feel like you want to add a little bit of flavor and maybe put a female in there, like, let me know. I, I would be interested in doing it. Right. And I, I've been in a position where I've needed help with the situation. So for me to be able to give back in that way is very rewarding and fulfilling for me. So Absolutely. that's why I decided to come on board after they said they wanted me to stay. So I've been stuck with them ever since. That's great. It's been awesome. Fantastic. As you know, Wheels, you've done yeah, an amazing job. Absolutely. Can I, uh, listen, I'll just say I was at uh, the, the show at Fatso's and you can sing, so Thank you. They, did, they, they did a great job there. Uh, and you might have went up a few, boys, don't take this the wrong way. Don't take this the wrong way. But you might have went up a few notches in the looks department as well. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there. Anyway, all right. Uh, let, let's talk about this because a lot of people, oh, yeah, let's go over here because we, we did. That started. Yeah. Why did you join? Oh, well, for me, it was sort of like uh, the power of social media was involved. So I had a good friend who turned me on to uh, the situation that the dogs were in. The dogs were looking for a keyboard player, and they were posting that all over social media. And my friend Tim said, hey, this might be a good thing for you. Why don't you check it out? So I thought, sure, yeah, I'll check it out. So I came and did a little mini audition, and uh, they asked me if I wanted to join the band, and I said that I did. Um, I retired from public school music teaching a couple years ago, so I've been looking for opportunities to um, to play and to be involved musically. And then for what the dogs stand for, uh, dogs for a cause, for me, that was just icing on the cake. That sealed the deal for me to know that um, we were doing this in order to help people. And I thought, okay, I, I can get behind this. This isn't just about me anymore. This is about putting on a show and um and 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 making people happy and making people want to donate to whatever the cause is for that particular show so i'm really that, happy to be part of the dogs just feel really blessed to be part of it and that's amazing and that's the next thing i want to talk to you guys about is because after i had you on for the first podcast a lot of people reached out to me and were like how do we how do we get in touch with the dogs because maybe we have a a fundraising opportunity and we'd like so how do people get a hold of you and how do you determine what organizations you're going to work with well so they can get a hold of us a whole bunch of different ways um we have uh actually two facebook accounts that are both called the dogs very recognizable from either of those you could connect with us we have a website that's um dogsforacause.com you can connect with us on that um and 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 so that answers the, the question on the how. Uh, they can work with you and you can get to us if, if you know if none of those other mechanisms work. Um, but the answer to the how do we determine, uh, first of all, we work with um, all non-for-profits, right? So we don't do uh, private events for individuals. We can appreciate their causes, but we've chosen to, to work with non-for-profit organizations, 501c3s, if you will. Right. Um, and then we have sort of a criteria that that we go through that says that's a series of questions that really that we like to focus, as you'd find if you read our mission in um, any place in Facebook, uh, on Instagram or on our website that, you know, we think about the, the those in poverty, 
um, the elderly and children first and foremost. And so uh, we'll work with any number of organizations. We do a couple of different things with, with our veterans too, but it's really those three or four groups that we really try to focus on the most because um, we feel like those are the groups that are really fundamentally in need. We came from, this thing started, Lou and I started this back in 2014 doing uh, fundraising shows with the United Way and through where we worked. And so, you know, that that's sort of that philosophy of helping the community in those four or five buckets are, are where we came from. So. Right. And let's let's take a step back in that. I, I want to talk a little bit about where how the dogs uh, got started to begin with, because I believe you you were all the the founding members were all you all work together. Right. Am I am I do I have that right? Correct. Yeah, so we did. So talk to us a little bit about how, like, how did the idea of getting this band together that's going to go out and raise money for for numerous charities, how did that all start? I think, I think it was one of our bosses, right, yeah. Steve, that said, hey, I think you guys all play. You guys should start a band. Yep. I think that's kind of how it, it happened. Yep. And then before we knew it, we were playing fundraisers and then, you know, did that for a little bit. And then some members had to drop out and brought in my brother and then we brought in double D to fill in and we said, let's then take this on the road. And then we started to do this on the road, you know, for external causes and stuff. Yep. It, do, it, do you uh, remember the first show that you ever did together and for what charity it was for? You know, it's funny because, so the first shows we did once a year for United Way within Wegmans. And that was with the group that was like Sweet Lou saying, was all Wegman band members, right? So once we made the decision to move out into public sector, um, our very first show was at this tiny little hotel bar restaurant in Webster, and it was for ALS. And we were so green that we didn't even know that we should tell the the, the, the charity we were gonna do this for them. We just did it without them. Huh. They didn't come and support because they didn't know. And at the end of it, the next day, Lou and I, you know, got wrote down to their office and handed them a check and they they didn't even know what it was for. So we've come a long way in, in that regard. But the, the answer is the ALS was the first charity we did. And it's interesting now because I've been to I've been to a show or two and uh now you guys are not green anymore. You're very uh you're a well oiled machine I like to I like to call it. Uh you've got uh uh screens that uh, that that uh, show lyrics and pictures and all kinds of different things, and you you run uh, you run game, you run games. Uh, name that tune, which uh, I have to say I was part of and was very disappointed in my uh, <laughs> knowing of the lyrics. But so talk to me a little bit about from that very first time where you don't even tell the charity you're doing it, you just go out and do it. To where you are now and how that has all come about and and because that to me seems like a big undertaking to get all these graphics and everything up on the screen and this is not just something you throw together at the last minute there's time and effort put into all of this so we're talking about our show basically yeah. i'm sorry so you know again like everything else that we've done it's evolved from um from nothing to like a concept to where we're going to where we're going to go. And so, you know, when you come to one of our shows, one of the things that's important because we are working with a community partner and we prefer to call them that versus charities. And because that's the way we look at them as our partner in the community. And so 
when we work with a community partner, we, we are hoping that they're gonna bring um, folks from their organization, their employees, the folks that have benefited from them, the people that support them. And so that, that brings in sort of an all ages kind of collection of people, just like we're an all ages collection of people. And, and so to, to be somebody who appeals to the all, we've kind of built a set and a show that also does that, right? So like you said, we have screens out front that give lyrics and video clips and um, MTV stuff and um, carry our own lighting with us and backdrop and all that. We try to transform an event like Fatso's is a great example. And we were, you know, hopefully by the time we started that night, our 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 stage or our set didn't look anything like Fatso's, right? It looked like the dog show. And so, right. Um, the whole idea is to try to be sort of multimedia, right? So we got the videos, we got the lighting, we got the suits, we got the set lists that are broad appealing to a lot of different people, um, because we're trying to pull in as many people as we can to help us. Um, support the community. So right, yeah, it's, we want to try to engage as many people as we can, right? Yep, and we want it to be a fun show. And and Steve's being very humble, but he does a lot of pre work just to get us to the show. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that he does with the, with our partners, our community partners ahead of time to set up the show and and kind of really dot every i and cross every t. Really, most know? of them. So there's a lot there's a lot of hard work that goes into it prior to us even walking in the door and. And what's been really cool is, you know, we built, and Steve, this is a credit to you, really built a nice network yeah. where we have a nice network of partners that we that we work with, which is awesome. Yep. And it is interesting to me, guys, because you've gone through so many changes as a band, uh, talk to me about what, how much goes into, like, having to get to know each other and, like, the rehearsal part of it and all of that because you have to – you have to bring everybody up to speed and does everybody have sort of input on what kind of music you guys do and no i think that so that that probably the, the first part of my answer is going to be the the last part of the last question and that is we pick songs that um as i said have a broad appeal but in the way we do that is by looking at songs that are i, I would say top hits from top performers right so you should recognize there's no b-sides there's no originals. There's no sort of cult favorites. It's uh, every song is, oh, I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. And, and sometimes to the chagrin of the folks that are the real musicians in this band, because geez, it'd be great if we could play something that really challenged us differently. But what we're trying to do is present a, um, a package that's entertaining. So that's, that's part of it. Um, to me, and I'll let these guys answer mostly because they were the last to join, but um, I think it's a, a lot of give and take in terms of like, so you mentioned that that Al was our singer before and did a fantastic job. We wouldn't be where we are without him. We wouldn't be here without him, just like we wouldn't be here without Lou. But um, when Corinne joined as a female vocalist, like our set was built around male vocals. And um, so she took it upon herself to sort of learn a lot of what we were already doing, at least for in transition. And then we start, you know, as we become more comfortable with her style, and her amazing range and you know her and, and all that goes with it we start adding tunes that fit that dynamic that we talked about um but work for her and the same thing is true with with matt and you know i'm talking for you guys but i, I don't know how did you feel about joining in the process of of uh well i think you know it's sort of cliche to throw around the word family but i i feel like i've become part of this family 
relatively quickly. And that's a, that's a tribute to Steve and, and to Lou and to Corinne and to, and to Double D, just being, knowing that, um, you know, I'm welcome here. I didn't, I didn't have any sort of nerves or uh, any negative vibes going into the first couple of rehearsals. It was all very positive and I felt very much at home. So that, that's really just a tribute to the dogs and the dogs community. Uh, that is. <laughs> How long did it take you to find people? It, it was a while. Months, it was yeah, a while. Months, I, I would have to say that it was the same for me. I kind of feel like I came in for that first audition with like all the guys, you know, after knowing Steve, but I just feel like I kind of came in and it just like fit. Yeah. It just fit. Mm -hmm. I don't really know like how else to explain it. Like that's really the only word I could use. It just kind of worked. Like, and then I was like, well, I guess this is the way it is. Yeah, and I and I should mention because I didn't do this in your in your intro, and I want to talk a little bit about this. But you guys are also award winners. Uh, um, you won an award from uh, well, I Channel Ten's the one that gives out the award, but. What is the actual name of the award again? So the organization is called Multiplying Good. It's a national, it's one of the largest national community focused organizations in the country, uh, maybe even the largest. And they sponsor an award called the Jefferson Award in somewhere around 50 cities across the country. Not everywhere, not one per state, but across the country, there are 50 locations, uh, 50 cities that, that have this Jefferson Award. Rochester is one of them. And that award is co-sponsored by ESL and Channel 10. And we were uh, honored to win last year the, the um, local uh, Jefferson Award for Public Service, yes. And even more honored because we got the opportunity to represent um, in, in uh, uh, Indianapolis for the national event as well. That's, a, that's amazing and kudos to what you guys do. Now, I know that uh, we have a former uh, music teacher among us here, but we all, so what, a, but did any of you play in other bands before you joined the dogs? Uh, what, and if so, what kind of, what kind of bands were they? And uh, tell us a little bit about that. So I guess for me, it's a pretty quick story because um, I played back in the eighties, kind of that hair metal sort of thing for a little while. Um, not to any acclaim, although some of the folks I played with did move on to other things. Um, but then I pretty much shut it down until Lou pulled me out of retirement um, when we first started this. So I have a lot, my, I, you know, I've said, I always said I've owned my bass for a long time, but I haven't actually played it very long. So you are here to thank. So, um. so for me, yeah, growing up, I was, I was always in bands and, and you know, my older brother, Al, who was in with us, uh, you know, uh, plays keyboards, guitar, and my younger brother Steve plays drums. So growing up, we were always in a band together. Um, we did, you know, a lot of a lot of cool things. But, you know, nothing too serious. But it was just, you know, growing up playing music. That's how I was. Sure. Yeah, I grew up with it myself. Uh, all, all throughout uh, high school, college, musicals, plays, uh, bands, various bands, and now I'm with these guys. And now you're with these guys. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, a vivid memory of uh, my parents' uh, Chevy Malibu station wagon and me throwing a Fender Rhodes in the back of it. If you know anything about the Fender oh, Rhodes keyboards, I don't know what they weigh, but it's 
maybe a hundred pounds and just throwing that thing in the back and joining my little band called Destiny. We thought we were, <laughs> we thought we were something else in high school and we, we did a really terrible job with some Rush songs and some ACDC. And yeah. We played Freebird because everybody seemed to want to play Freebird. Everybody wanted to hear that. Uh, no, so we did Freebird, but more recently, uh, I got to play in a band called Back in Town, which is a pretty, they're pretty big in the local music scene. And um, kind of, uh, I don't know what the what the phrase is, but kind of learn, learn the ropes a little bit through my, my uh, involvement with Back in Town. And so that came, came in handy when it was time uh, to move on to, to, to something different. And the dogs uh, was a logical fit for me. So uh, it's just a lot of fun playing in a band. I really enjoy it. And of course, <laughs> I, we didn't, we got, I, we didn't hear any, any, Steve, I didn't hear what the last thing you said there. About him? Yeah. Well, you were, it was something funny because everybody laughed, but we couldn't hear it. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, he, he was talking about how he was moving on to the dogs. And I thought for just a minute, he was going to say moving on to something bigger than the dogs. But he said, ah, yeah, oh, okay. well, you guys Whatever. are award winners, though. I don't, you know, you know, I, I, can I go local, local bands that can say that. So, so can, hey, wheels. Yes. Can I go back a, a, just a question again? Rewind sure. the tape. You know, you, you talked about um, how does a band as people come and go, how do we evolve, right? So, you know, we replaced um, Al, who not only was with us for four years and was all the lead vocals uh, and keyboards, um, but also is um, Lou's brother. So there was a family component built in. And so losing him was, you know, it was a big deal. And as I said before, we had to take two people to, to do that. And I, I think we're amazingly off for that. But I think one of the things I wanted to say was when you talk about when, you know, when Matt and Corinne, and I would totally agree, we talk about family, which is what we are, right? Um, I think it's a credit to, to Lou because as you've seen, if you've seen us, that you know what an amazing guitar player he is. And if you know many amazing guitar players, you'll know they're not always the easiest people to work with. But Lou, <laughs> Lou is, as I say at every show, in case anybody hasn't seen us, and you should, you should see us, but in case you haven't, I say at every show is that he is a, a mentor and a teacher and he's a, a partner and um, he's as patient as it could be. I mean, when we first started playing, he was teaching me all of my bass lines. Now he only teaches me half of my bass lines. But, but the point is, is that I, I, he's a cornerstone, not just with his talent, but with what he gives of the band and, and what it creates in terms of the vibe of the family. Um, sure. And just, well, I can be difficult. I know that. Yeah, don't 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 Yeah, I can be difficult. And so he would you would you call yourself would you call yourself the diva of the group? Is that what you're telling us? Well, you know, it, sometimes when you want to get something going, you, you gotta you know nudge along a little bit. That's all, all right. All right. right. Yeah. All right. I get it. It's interesting because we've talked about the you know how you do all this for free and. And it goes uh, to your partners. Uh, I want to talk about how you choose, or do you have venues coming to you guys and saying we want the dogs to play at our venue, or how do how do you find the venues that you play at? Um, it's a combination. It's it's become a combination of things. So at, at the onset, when we first started doing this, we would cold call these organizations and ask them if they'd like to work with us, and get 
to varied responses. But now, because we have sort of built an infrastructure with the agencies and with the venues, uh, we get a little bit of both. Some of these places that you know I, I initiate, and sometimes they come to us and ask us if we can do it. So it's a nice blend, and you know I think as Lou was saying, we've got kind of like a, a network now, a little bit of a network. Um, the other thing is we we've established some partnerships on both the community partner side and the venue side. And so we don't venture that far from those places, especially the venues. We work with Sun, with Iron Smoke, Tommy and Jen are fantastic. We work with Buncees, Dave is awesome. You know, we work out on the west side with um, with Chris out at Russell Station. We have um, four or five places. We're gonna, we're, we're venturing to new territory this coming Saturday at uh, Johnny's on Culver Road with Kristen. We appreciate that. So. Um, and we've added a, a, a sort of another element to our show, which is um, being performance for a larger event. Like, you know, we have uh, Holy Childhood has their large fundraiser wine at Center Ice on the 21st of April. Mm -hmm. We're playing at that. Um, we're really excited about um, Ronald McDonald House Gala in September. We're going to be playing at the Convention Center with them. So we're doing a couple of different kinds of things now. The, the larger scale events where we're, we're really the entertainment and um, those gigs that we set up where uh, we're playing at a, at a club, a venue, and, and doing the whole raffle ticket thing and all that. So, Yeah, and, and talk about that because it's not only, it's, uh, first of all, can I just say, when you guys were at Fatso's, uh, your merchandising is quite well, uh, quite well done as well. Uh, <laughs> you, you have, a, and, and all of that uh, goes to the, the community partners as well, right? All the money you you gain from that. Uh, you're looking. Are you looking for something? What are we looking for? Want to show a T-shirt or something? I should have worn mine. I didn't. I think. I think it's in the laundry. But uh, but uh, let's see if we can grab something there. And, and I got to show you something. Speaking of that, because we're always trying to shuck and jive, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. What do you got? There we go. Talk about merch. Right? This is one of our, as you know, our 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 salute, our toast at the gig. We say dogs up and we salute to the crowd or to the venue or to the community partner. Right. And we do it a couple times a show at least. Right. Anyway, we came up with the idea of a dogs up cup. It's it's uh, it's reusable, dishwasher safe, etc. I like so it. When we sell these. See that? You want yeah. That? Um, all the money, just like all the rest of our merch, all the money goes directly to the to that evening's community partner. So that's amazing. So in the last couple minutes I've got with you guys here, I want to talk about some of your upcoming gigs. Uh, so tell us where you're going to be, where people can find you, and uh, and let's let's go to that because I think it's important to get the word out so that if you've never seen a dog show, first of all. You have to realize that when you go out to one of these shows, you're not only having a great time for yourself, right? And you're getting to get out and listen to some great music and all that kind of stuff, but you're helping a great cause, whatever the cause may be that night. So where are you going to be over in the next couple months and uh, what kind of things you got coming up? So we have um, this Saturday at Johnny's, uh, we're partnering with Team Hosmer on a multiple sclerosis benefit. Uh, on the 21st of April, we're at the uh, Holy Childhood Wine at Center Ice event. 
love that event, love those people. They're fantastic. Donna Didi and Brian Worth are awesome people. Um, in June, we're, we're playing at the um, American Diabetes Association Tour to Cure uh, bike ride event. Um, let me think here. We've got a couple in September. We're doing August. Oh, we have three in August. We're playing the uh, Get Your Gig On Festival in August. Um, we are playing out at the Ridge in Mount Morris, I believe it is, um, for uh, Camp Good Days. So that takes us into the almost into the fall um, with more to come. If it, I just posted, we just posted on our web, on our Facebook page, a list of all the events that are, you know, formally booked at this point with more to come. So I would encourage people to look at our Instagram, look at our Facebook page, go to our website, dogsforcause.com. Uh, we have a YouTube page, the dogs. Um, I think that's, that's it. The, the, the last thing I would say um, for me, um, is that we this event we just did with Arca Monroe Sunday at a Sunday ago at um, Iron Smoke helped us cross one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in and um, in, in fundraising so far. So wow, um, congratulations on that! The number amazing. we're really proud of, you know. That is that is absolutely amazing, and and I as someone who is in the local music scene quite a bit, and you can see me out at at many different. I'm a uh, I was at, they did a thing for the Get Your Gig On 10 year anniversary. I was at that and all the musicians there. The one thing I'll say about the Rochester music scene is everybody really helps everybody out. And uh, so, well, a lot of those cover bands are out there trying to make a, a buck and do that. I give kudos to you guys for doing it for absolutely nothing and out of the goodness of your heart and and to bring some smiles and the joy to some people. So uh, thank you very much. It's, uh, can I just say very quickly before I let you go, it was an honor and a, and a privilege to be able to introduce you at Fansos, uh there the, that night. And what you guys do is phenomenal, and I, I appreciate you guys so very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Listen, they've got to go. I think they're doing some rehearsing tonight is what I heard maybe. So we're going to let them go. But thank you so much for joining the podcast. Oh, wait, we're going to, oh, look, we've got it all set up and ready to go. Look at how often, I let you go, how often do you guys rehearse? A couple hours. A couple, yeah, couple hours, maybe a couple times a week. Or what do you do? What's the, what's the rehearsal like? Once a week at uh, 75 Stutson Street. All right. Very good. Very Thank you for all of us. We appreciate your help. Absolutely. And I will be at a, and I think I'm going to try to make the wine at Center Ice. Anytime I hear wine, I just don't know about the ice part because it could slip and fall if you've had too much to drink. But I'll, wear, I'll, I'll make sure that I stay in the chair for sure. Thank you guys so much. Keep up the good work. Check out the dogs. Check out their website, their Instagram, their Facebook, all that stuff. And catch them at an event near you. And hey, can we do a dogs up? Sure, let's do a dogs up. All right, on all five of us on three. One, two, three. Dogs up. up! See you guys. Thank you so Thank much, you. ladies and gentlemen. This has been another edition of Wednesdays with Wheels. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you can check out the dogs, and we'll be back next week with another great guest. Talk to you later. Bye bye.